If they think that you've experienced something along with them, they're going to have a higher chance of building some form of connection. Did you have a deep connection with your narcissist? Did you have a big feeling of how that person you connected better than you've connected with anybody else in your entire past? Or maybe you've connected with them better than past relationships, maybe better than family members, like anything like that. Because a lot of times when I'm talking with people on one-on-ones, and right now it's at the place where I'm talking to somebody pretty much every day, at least one person every day, and I'm trying to help them out of narcissistic abusive relationships, help them pick up the pieces after the relationship, like you name it. A lot of times I'm hearing the same phrase of, I just had such a good connection with them. Like I just felt connected. Like I feel like I was connected better than I had been with anyone else in my past. So I felt like it was real. Like I wasn't expecting this to happen because we were so connected at the beginning. And as I start to hear that, I start to realize that connection, a lot of times people are looking at from two different sides. You have the empath who's loving and wanting the connection. And then you have the narcissist who's loving that wanting that connection for the purpose of control. You see, when a narcissist meets another person, they accelerate stuff very quickly. And you can't accelerate very quickly unless you build common ground, unless you build trust, unless you build some sort of a safe place for the other person so that you can get into the lives very quickly. And this is why you see a lot of narcissists out there that move stuff along very, very, very quickly. They'll be the first one to say, I love you, within the first date, within the second date. Then the third date, they're talking about marriage, they're talking about kids, they're talking about the future together. Maybe a couple more dates down the road, a month later, they're proposing. Like some people on here watching this are like, oh, that's crazy. Like, no, like I've talked to people that have gotten proposed to like a month in from knowing each other. And as a result, they run straight in because they've got this super great connection. They feel like it's the best thing ever. They run right in, they get married, and then all of a sudden the ball drops and it's completely different. And they realize, like, I did not realize that I married this person. Like, I ignored a ton of red flags because the connection was strong and because the future looks great. But what they don't realize is a lot of times that connection is very superficial. And it's just based on a bunch of manipulation tactics meant to be able to connect with that person very quickly to be able to build a serious like intimate kind of relationship very quickly for the purpose of manipulating for the purpose of control and so when you think about connection like were you connected with your narcissist like early on like did you feel like you were connected to the person you were with if you were just like leave a comment below like put in the chat about hey I felt connected to my narcissist because I guarantee you there's more people out there that felt connected sometime in that relationship that were like, wow, I thought it was the best thing and that's the thing I longed for was that connection. Okay, so as we're talking through connection, the thing that I want you to consider is narcissists connect to control. That is the main purpose of connection. They connect to be able to control. So as you're starting a relationship, you've got your narcissist and you've got your empath. So the goal is to get that supply, that empath, locked in as soon as possible. So as a narcissist, what I'm going to do is I need to build trust and a connection super fast. 
the faster I build it, the faster I lock you in. The faster you get locked in, the better I have of having you as a supply a little bit longer than the last person. And I'm taking everything I learned from the last person being like, let me apply it to this one. Let me see if I can tweak my approach a little bit more so that it gets me longer supply. So it gives me longer reaction. So it gives me longer enjoyment on having this person like adore me and think I'm the best person ever. Okay. So as the narcissist, what I have to do very, very early on is I have to establish a connection super quick. And so that could be something really tiny. It could be a personality quirk could be a lisp it could be um a, a bad habit it could be anything like it doesn't have to be big it just has to be something small excuse me to be able to build a connection okay so let's say i interact with you at the grocery store and you drop something okay i pick it up and i give it to you like that's a tiny point of like connection like you're all like that's silly like yeah okay it's a tiny tiny point of connection all right so then later I see you in the store, like we're still walking around. I see you in the store a little bit later and either I can do one of two things. Either I can drop something and make a joke about it or I can I can casually mention something else about you dropping something and I can slowly build a tiny, tiny form of connection. Okay. Now that's if like it's like strangers. Okay. I'm just saying, trying to give an example of like how minuscule it could be. So you put those people together in a work environment or in a friend group or something like that. And that connection accelerates super fast because you're going to see them more often. You've already got a baseline of people already know each other and you can move that along faster and faster and faster. So you have that initial moment. Like, let's say we're still in like a friend group. Let's say you have initial moment. The person like trips, you know, you interact with them or whatever and then next time you see them they're like haha like that happened you know you find a way to be able to bring it up in the conversation so that you build a connection super fast because if they think that you have either empathy or if they think that you've experienced something along with them they're going to have a higher chance of building some form of connection and that connection over time breeds trust so as a narcissist, the goal is you build a connection fast. It gives a false sense of security, a false sense of trust. It gives the appearance a lot of times of empathy. And all of a sudden, you've got this place where this person is already getting locked in. As they're getting locked in, the other person might see the red flags. They might not even be attracted to the narcissist. But at that point, they don't care because a lot of times they'll ignore the red flags and the narcissist will keep moving on because the other person feels a sense of connectedness. You see, the problem is a lot of times that connection is not based on anything substantial. It's not based on the person's faith or beliefs or political views or goals or dreams in life. It's just based on tiny little things, tiny little minuscule things that give the appearance, give the facade that there's actually a connection there. So over a period of time, people will say like, oh, wow, like I just had a really good connection. I connected better with them than I did with anybody else. And then they go into the next person and they're like, wait a second, like all the things we connected on, they're like completely opposite with the next person. Well, yeah, because you didn't actually connect on them. It was just a form of manipulation. It was just a tool to be able to use to control you. And so as a result, they produced all this fake connection. Oh my gosh, we listen to the same music. Like we watch the same movies. Like we love the same things. And then all of a sudden it changes. You're like, wait, I thought you liked that. Be like, no, I never said I liked that. It happens. Because a lot of times we're looking for that connection so much, it's easier to miss the red flags than it is to realize like, hey, this connection actually isn't based on anything. It's based on a joke. It's based on a bad habit. It's based on an inside, inside comment or secret, whatever it might be. Like 
they'll find literally anything and everything to make a tiny connection. Build connection, establish trust, lock in the supply. That's how they do it. Step by step, piece by piece. They build that up to the place where you think that you're connected to someone. And then as a result, as the relationship turns south, as it turns sour, you start to get to the place that you look back and you're like, we've been through so much. We're connected because of everything we've been through. And honestly, a lot of times when I hear that, I have to look back at the person's past and be like, everything you've been through has been trauma and abuse and lying and manipulating and cheating. Like everything they put you through is not a connection. All it is is control and manipulation and gaslighting. But our minds want to change that a lot of times. Our minds want to be like, oh, we are really connected. No, you're really abused. And then looking back, the narcissist in a gaslighting moment is trying to say, yeah, but look everything that we've been through. No, look at everything they put you through. Think about that. Connection and how it's built needs to be deeper than just the superficial things narcissists do to get you to trust them. If you guys like this channel, if you like listening, just share it with a couple people. Share it with a couple of people that you think might be going through this, that might be struggling in a narcissistic abusive relationship because a lot of times people are in these relationships and they don't know. They just think the person has emotional problems. They just think that the person has a drinking problem or a sex addiction or whatever it might be. And they don't really understand. They don't really see all the different traits going on that's actually damaging themselves, that they're losing their self of sense, or sense of self-worth and they're losing who they are. If you have someone like that in your life, share them a video. Let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you and I want you to know like, there's a better life out there than the one that you're dealing with or struggling with. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, would love to interact with you. Like I mentioned, I do talk to people probably just about every day right now. And I'm talking with people, some narcissists that come out and they're saying like, hey, like I identify with what you're saying. Like, is there hope? Is there change? I'm like, hey, like meet with me. Let's talk. If you're willing to put in the work, if you're willing to stop lying, you might be able to get somewhere. And then I talk with people who have been in abusive relationships, narcissistic abuse, toxic relationships, you name it, and try to find a way to be able to help them get healing and change. And as they continue to grow, break the bonds of the lies that they've been believing from the narcissist, of the, the truth that has been put on them, that is actually a bunch of lies that they've been manipulated to believe is on them, and get them a place where they can grow and they can heal and become the best person they can possibly be. Um, thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe to the channel. Interact with me on TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook. And then also, if you're listening on the podcast, like just give me some stars and share this episode with someone just so we can help promote what narcissism is and how it's destroying other lives out there. Let's protect other people from falling into the same stuff. <laughs>